We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you are well. I, as always, am so grateful that you have chosen this podcast to listen to. It's an absolute privilege to bring it to you. And I know I just had a real bumble with my word there, but that's okay. That's all right. I know you guys know me well enough to probably have just had a laugh at that. So we're back today and I've got an amazing guest coming on the show for you. She's someone that I've worked closely with from day dot in my business. There's so many layers to her and she's owned businesses before. She's gone back into corporate. Then she's started this business again and we've been on a similar trajectory. We've, we come together and we just brainstorm ideas so well. We bounce off each other really, really well, as I'm sure you'll hear in the episode. She was very nervous to come on, but I'm so excited she agreed to because she has such amazing knowledge and has done so well changing the way that the industry she works in look at marketing and really producing smashing results for them. Now, Leonly heads up a chameleon marketing collective, a marketing agency focused purely on supporting manufacturing, construction, and industrial businesses. After two and a half years running her own business and two decades working behind the scenes in blokey industries, Leonie has become skilled at turning big picture ideas into practical actions. She's a great listener, a natural copywriter, and an enthusiastic untangler of problems. What a bio. That is bloody awesome. And I am so excited to bring her to you today with this chat. Yeah, she just has so much knowledge and so much wisdom. And I'm excited she's agreed to come on the pod. Leonie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you've agreed to come on the podcast. No worries. Great to be here. So Leonie and I have known each other for oh, ages now, actually. We, did we get into business around about the same time? Yeah, I think you were just ahead of me. Yeah. And you have been in business prior to that though. So there is a whole history there for you, but what I've got you on today to talk about, which I'm pretty excited about because I love picking your brains on this stuff. So one of the things I think that like a lot of people struggle with is how do you have copy on your website that entices the right people or turns people off if you actually don't want them to, you know, if they're not your ideal client. And you, I mean, you came up with this wonderful topic for this episode. So I'll let you take the mic now and give the audience a little bit of a feel for how we can actually just create better content copy that's going to suit our websites better. Yeah. Well, I think there's so much information out there about how to, you know, attract the right people to your business. And one of the ways to do that is, is through your copy and through your writing. But we often don't talk about how to kind of actively discourage the kind of people that you don't really want to work with. Mm. But you can, you know, in the same way, you can also do that through your through your copy as well. So one of the ways to do that, I guess, is to just be open about it on, on your website and you could say things like, you know, we're a good fit if, you know, X, Y, Z, if you work like this or you have, you know, perhaps you like to work with people that are super organised like to plan ahead or maybe you're a little bit more ad hoc and you like ideas and work more organically myself I like to work with people that are super organized like I've got a couple of clients who have all their content planned out to like June next year I'm like yes that is exactly the dream how do you do that Leo <laughs> <laughs> not many of them I must say and it's probably tips more in the other direction where people tend to be calling me about what they need next week however it's a work in progress so the reason I was thinking about this recently was my accountant 
uh, actually had a, a great kind of phrase that she mentioned to me the other day when we were talking about business planning and things like that. And she was saying that when you often first start off and you haven't been running your business very long, you're sort of saying yes to everything and you're seeing how it goes. You're still finding your feet mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't want to turn away work because there's so not true. that security yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So she said you're basically sort of running business your business by default and then as you mature, you want to try and run your business by design. So you want to try and really create sort of actively create the kind of work that you want to do, the kind of clients that you want to work with and and really be sort of considered about that rather than just going with the flow. Yeah, and you've gone on that journey yourself. I mean, well, both of us have, right? But you you had that rebrand earlier this year kind of going from like copywriting as in your name to actually marketing collective because, well, you do all of it. <laughs> like let's be <laughs> honest, I love our conversations because they always come back to strategy and it's like, no, but what's your strategy? <laughs> and people are like, what do you mean? But, and I think it's, it is so true. Like as soon as you start kind of leveling up the business or maturing in the business, cause you've done the parts where you've worked with the people that you have, shouldn't have worked with. Let's just say yeah. you should have said no, <laughs> but you know, you, you were in that mindset of, oh, but I got to make bank. I got to get money into the business. Like, and yeah. I got to grow. And the only way to do that is to say yes to everything. You very quickly learn you should not say yes to everything. So I like that idea of like business by default to business by design. I think that's a real lovely way to describe maturity of business. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And obviously it's a an ongoing process and it's something that you perhaps don't realize that you need until you get to a certain level in your yeah. business. And that can come with consistent workload and, you know, feeling a bit more confident in what you offer as well. There's, there's always that tentativeness and, and lack of confidence at the start when you're not sure if this is actually going to work and can I make totally. it buy? <laughs> Does anyone want to buy from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So a good way to think about that is if you do want to try and deter those kind of people that perhaps you, you're you not so keen to work with, you can consider the kind of things that, that light you up and what do you really enjoy in a customer or a client? What what kind of aspects of either their their personality or their way of working. Because if you're organised and mm. your client's a hot mess, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be like there is always going to be a slight, you know, I guess disconnection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, one of, one of the ways I've done that is to actually, sorry, clients, but kind of grade my clients. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. So what I've done is basically had a look at how is this client, how easy are they are to work with for a start. That's that's always a good one. Is that, you know, an easy flowing relationship? Does their business and what they actually do or produce, does that align with my values and what I do? You know, is there is it likely that this is a long-term ongoing relationship, which is what I'm looking for? Are they looking for the same thing as well or are they after like sort of just a quick and dirty solution to something? Yeah. Are they good payers? And, you know, are they <laughs> sort of on a on a business trajectory themselves where they're able to meet my financial needs into the future as well? So I've done this in a very kind of Leonie way on a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, I love this. <laughs> and kind of basically just scored those couple of things out of 10 and then done an average and gone, okay, well, that's kind of a score of how, yeah. you know, easy they are to work with and, and whether we're a good fit or not. So that's kind of 
But that's not just good for you, Leonie. That's good for the client too. Because like how often, and I know even when I was in my corporate career and stuff, like how often did we stay in places or stay working with people where there were disconnects or, you know, maybe we weren't working in flow and you just stay there because like I want the money or I need this or, and instead of actually going out and, and looking for what would be more ideal for you and letting that client go as well and find someone that's going to work with them better, we hold on. So I think it's actually yeah. a really important thing to do in our business. And most business owners probably don't do this step. I would say they completely ignore it. And by actually reviewing who we're working for and, and what lights us up, as you said, we can then, as you said, target on our website and target in all of our marketing who it is that like mirror these people, like, you know, are you X, Y, Z? Are you X, Y, Z? Then I've got a position for you to like, I would love to help you with your marketing or I'd love to help you do X. And I think people really miss this point because they're so worried about, but if I give that client away, that's X amount of revenue. That's true. But then if you think about, yeah, that either that emotional load to to serve that client when they're not a good fit or, you know, are you hanging on to them because some money is better than no money, but actually they're, you know, on perhaps a lower price point than what you're looking for into the future. You know, it's kind of working against where you're trying to go as well. So yeah, so that's kind of a good little exercise that you can do with your current client base. And then from a prospective client point of view, I have a little bit of copy on my website that's, you know, that sort of just lists, like openly lists out those those things that I'm looking for in a client. Oh, I <laughs> so, think everyone should look at your website because <laughs> you have this nailed. I, and I like, because I remember you sent me your website and you're like, hey, do you mind having a look at this? And then I like spent ages on there. <laughs> I screwed up all your Google Analytics because I was like, Wow, Leonie is like smashing because even on my website, I'm probably not as articulate with who it is that I work with as you are by any means. Like I absolutely love that you've put out there. And I'll say from what I know, you do attract your ideal client pretty much all the time now, don't you? Yeah, I think it's, it's you know, whether that's because of this or, or just because of the decisions I'm becoming more confident about making, um, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's 90% of the time it is exactly the kind of people that I want to work with. So just from my perspective, that's kind of, you know, industrial blokey kind of businesses, you know, uh, they've probably got a decent revenue, like they're quite big manufacturing businesses and things like that. They've quite established for a while, usually male dominated, male owned kind of industries. I find that that just works better with my personality to have clients that are blokes for whatever reason, (laughs) Um, but you know, not actively excluding ladies either but um yeah but the men yeah, i will just- say working with men is incredibly easy especially in construction <laughs> they're they're so happy to kind of hand you the reins and be like yeah we'll trial that <laughs> yeah, yeah they are a lot they're a lot happier with risk i find than and i know this is a great general generalization but i will say i think men as as purchasers consumers i think they're a lot happier with risk then yeah. not all men, I'm sure there's men out there that are very unhappy with risk, but generally they're happier to try things if they can see the value in trying it, which I think is yeah. like, as a marketer, we're all about trial and error, right? So yeah, if you have absolutely. a client that's like, yeah, go for it. It's like, <laughs> it's exciting because you can be a bit daring. Yeah, that's it. And I think decisiveness as well. That's something yeah. that I value as well. Like I said, I'm a real, I'm a real planner. I like to be organized. So if people can make a decision, whether it's a yes or no, just, just tell me what it is rather than, <laughs> kind of dilly-dallying about it. No, no one likes limbo. Limbo is not fun. I agree with that. I I don't love sitting in limbo either. And I'm both of us are very similar in the way that we're like, 
let's just get shit done. Like, let's start the ball rolling. Like, let's just get stuff moving. Because when you start, when you're a creative and you start having those ideas, you can't switch them off. So you just want to work with those people instantly because you're like, but I had 10 shower ideas for your brand this morning. (laughs) And you know what? That's, I think that's a really good green flag. You know, that's a good indicator that that's a client that you're excited about is when you are sitting on the lounge randomly at night and thinking, oh, I must tell, you know, John about this because I've thought about this great idea. Yeah, that's true. That's Um, actually a really good point because it's those micro things that we do that are actually, yeah, green flags that we don't even notice. It's like, oh, we're excited about that. Yeah, that's right. Like for, for whatever reason they're, their business or their their marketing, their ideas, whatever it is, has sort of got under your skin and it's it's percolating a bit and you're looking forward to working with them. So separate out any sort of tire kickers or people that aren't the right fit for you and um, really try and attract your tribe that works, you know, that you work with really well um, into your business. Yeah, and I think people don't put enough emphasis on their website is something I see even with my clients because they're like, oh, but I have such a great social media presence. And it's mm-hmm. like, where do you think they're going? once they're off social media, my friend. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, and I know that you are absolutely excellent at website copy. I have worked with you on several projects now for website copy, and I think having great copy on your website, there is nothing and, and something that fits in with your personality as well so that people yeah. get a real feel for you when they land on that website. Like, yes, they might have got a feel for who you This is the other thing. If it's disjointed, if you're one person on social media and you're all like, you know, I'm very bubbly and jokey and all of that, that that's on my website too. You know, it's in my emails, it's in everything. People know I'm going to probably drop an F-bomb maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. Um, but people it. also know that like I'm going to have a joke with them or be a bit fun. So I think, yeah, I think that's really important that that's mirrored in your website copy as well. And I don't think there's anything wrong with calling out the people that you want to work with on that website copy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's, you know, you can do that in a really nice and genuine way it's not about sort of being like narky or anti whoever you know um and yeah like you said that that consistency of presenting who you are across different platforms as well um sort of ties in with that as well so yeah because um, that's the other thing like people's bios do now like on insta right like it's a real fad i'll call it that it's like hey i'm beck and i work with like how often do you see that in people's bios but it's something that they wouldn't translate to their website. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So just just a little thought percolated mm. there for you if you're yeah. someone that's got, hey, I'm Beck and I work with. I mean, I hope you don't have Beck, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that is real trending. So yeah. is there anything else, Leonie, that you'd like to drop in into the conversation <laughs> today and, and leave as a little thought bubble for our listeners? I think probably don't, don't be afraid to be confident about who you want to work with. And by the same token, with, with who you don't as well. So, yeah. you know, think about who you're really enjoying working with at the moment. What is it about them? Is it their way of working? Is it that there is a particular type of product or industry or something like that that attracts you? Whatever those things are, really try and hang on to those and actively look for those things in your new customer sort of marketing and, and when you're prospecting and things like that. Yeah, and that will, if you keep that front of mind, I think that will, that will naturally gravitate towards you as well. Love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure. No worries. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm sure you'll be back. <laughs>